Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim Member May Ram Goldai and today we're Zechus Ksubis Daf Tzadi Gimel the tenth parak Mishael Nasui. This is going to be an abbreviated shir. The Zichud Mesechus Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three types are going to focus on number one. The next Mishnah states Mishael Nasui Shal Shnashim B'Meis. If someone was married to three wives and he died. And the ksuba of this one was a mana, and this one was 200 zuz, and of this one, 300 zuz. And there's only a mana in the estate they divided equally. Rashi explains that since all three women have liens on the estate for at least 100 zuz, they divide the 100 zuz equally. If there are 200 zuz in the estate, the one with the ksuba of a mana takes 50 zuz, while the ones with the ksubas of 200 zuz and 300 zuz take shlosha shlosha shel zahab, three gold dinars worth 75 zuz each. The Gemara asks why in the second case does the wife with the ksuba of one mana receive 50 zuz when she should only receive 33 and a third zuz since the first mana is divided equally as taught in the first case? Shmuel said the mission is dealing with a case where the owner of the 200 zuz ksuba wrote to the owner of the mana ksuba, I've now the claim no argument with you regarding the first mana. The Gemara goes on to explain why in the second case both she and the woman with the 300 zuz ksuba receive equal amounts if she removed herself from the first mana. Point number two of Yaakov from Narapakod said in the name of Ravina a different explanation of the last two cases of the Mishnah. Reisha Beshtet Tfisas, the earlier case where there were 200 Zuz in the estate, is dealing with two seizures of property. Initially, 75 Zuz fell into their hands at one time, which was divided equally when they went to Basin. Then another 125 Zuz was taken at one time. 75 Zuz of that amount is divided equally among all three. Since each one had collected only 25 Zuz, they all still had a claim of 75 Zuz. The last 50 Zuz was divided among the last two women with the large Xubas. Safe of Bishtay's feasts, the latter case in the Mishnah, where there were 300 Zuz, is also dealing with two seizures. The first seizure was 75 Zuz, which was divided equally, and the second seizure was 225 Zuz. 75 of it was divided equally, and then the next 100 is divided between the two women with large Xubas. The last 50 belongs to the woman with the 300 Zuz Xuba. And point number three, Shmuel said, Shnaim Shehitilokis, if two people put money into a fund, this one amana and this one 200 zuz. Hascharla emsa, the profit is divided equally. Rabbi said that it's logical to say the Shmuel is referring b'shor l'charisha v'omer l'charisha to an ox bought for plowing and used for plowing. Rashi explains that since each partner's share is equally needed for the plowing, as the ox cannot plow without the other person's share, they divide the profits equally. But b'shor l'charisha v'omer l'tficha, with an ox bought for plowing, but used for slaughter, meaning the partners change their mind and decide to shecht it, then each one takes his profit in proportion to his investment. Rashi explains that since the animal is being divided, they divide it in proportion to their shares. But Rav Hamnuna said, even in this case, they split the profits equally. Since the partners did not stipulate at the outset that the profits would be split in proportion to the investment, it's assumed that the greater partner accepted to share the profits equally. So once again, the three topics are number one, the next Mishnah states, If someone was married to three wives and he died, and the ksuba of this one was a mana, and of this one 200 zuz, and of this one 300 zuz, and there's only a mana in the estate, they divide it equally. Rashi explains that since all three women have liens on the estate for at least 100 zuz, they divide the 100 zuz equally. If there are 200 zuz in the estate, the one with the ksuba of a mana takes 50 zuz, while the ones with the ksubas of 200 zuz and 300 zuz take shlosha shlosha shel zahav, three gold dinars worth 75 zuz each. The Gemara asks why in the second case does the wife with the ksuba of one mana receive 50 zuz when she should only receive 33 and a third zuz, since the first mana is divided equally as taught in the first case. 
Shmuel said the mission is dealing with a case where the owner of the 200 Zeus Ksuba wrote to the owner of the Mana Ksuba, I've now the claim no argument with you regarding the first Mana. The Gemara goes on to explain why in the second case, both she and the woman with the 300 Zeus Ksuba receive equal amounts if she removed herself from the first Mana. Point number two of Yaakov from Narapakod said in the name of Ravina a different explanation of the last two cases of the Mishnah. Reisha Beshtet Fisas, the earlier case where there were 200 Zuz in the estate, is dealing with two seizures of property. Initially, 75 Zuz fell into their hands at one time, which was divided equally when they went to Basin. Then another 125 Zuz was taken at one time. 75 Zuz of that amount is divided equally among all three. Since each one had collected only 25 Zuz, they all still had a claim of 75 Zuz. The last 50 Zuz was divided among the last two women with the larger Ksubas. Safe of Bishtet's the latter case in the Mishnah, where there were 300 Zuz, is also dealing with two seizures. The first seizure was 75 Zuz, which was divided equally, and the second seizure was 225 Zuz. 75 of it was divided equally, and then the next 100 is divided between the two women with large Ksubas. The last 50 belongs to the woman with the 300 Zuz Ksuba. And point number three, Shmuel said, Shnaim Shehitilu Akis, if two people put money into a fund, this one Amana and this one 200 Zuz, Ascharla Emsa, the profit is divided equally. Rabbi said that it's logical to say that Shmuel is referring Kharisha to an ox bought for plowing and used for plowing. Rashi explains that since each partner's share is equally needed for the plowing, as the ox cannot plow without the other person's share, they divide the profits equally. But with an ox bought for plowing, but used for slaughter, meaning the partners change their mind and decide to shecht it, then each one takes his profit in proportion to his investment. Rashi explains that since the animal is being divided, they divide it in proportion to their shares. But Rav Hamnuna said, even in this case, they split the profits equally. Since the partners did not stipulate at the outset that the profits would be split in proportion to the investment, it's assumed that the greater partner accepted to share the profits equally. All right, so now we go to our Simr Dav Tzadi Gimel, and our standard simon is a train chugging along, a train chugging along. So here goes. The three wives with different sized ksubas sitting on the train and debating how to collect their ksubas were dividing their initial seizure of 75 zuz equally among them. When suddenly they looked out the window and saw two partners who bought an ox for plowing, shechted instead. Once again, slow motion. The three wives with different sized ksubas sitting on the train, train? That must be around Duff Tzadigimwa, a train chugging along. The three wives with different sized ksubas sitting on the train and debating how to collect their ksubas, which reminds us, the next mission states that if someone was married to three wives and he died, and the ksuba of this one was a mana, and this one was two hundred zuz, and this one was three hundred zuz, and there is only a mana in the estate, they divide it equally. Rush explains that since all three women have liens on the estate for at least 100 zuz, they divide the 100 zuz equally. The mission continues with how they divide the monies if there are 200 zuz in the estate. So, the three wives with different sized ksubas sitting on the train and debating how to collect their ksubas were dividing their initial seizure of 75 zuz equally among them, which reminds us, Rav Yaakov from Nahar Pekod said in the name of Ravina a different explanation of the last two cases of the Mishnah. Reisha Beshtet Fisas, the earlier case, where there are 200 zuz in the estate, is dealing with two seizures of property. Initially, 75 zuz fell into their hands at one time, which was divided equally when they went to Basin. Then another 125 zuz was taken at one time. 75 zuz of that amount is divided equally among all three. Since each one had collected only 25 zuz, they all still had a claim of 75 zuz. The last 50 zuz was divided among the last two women with the larger ksubas. Seifa Bishtei Tfisas, the latter case of the Mishnah where there were 300 zuz, is also dealing 
with two seizures. So the three wives with different sized ksubas sitting on the train and debating how to collect their ksubas were dividing their initial seizure of 75 zuz equally among them. When suddenly they looked out the window and saw two partners who bought knocks for plowing, shechted instead. Which reminds us, Shmuel said, Shnaim akis. If two people put money into a fund, this one a mana and this one tuna zuz. Haskarla emsa, the prophet is divided equally. Rabbi said that it's logical to say that Shmuel is referring to Beshor Kharisha, the Omer Kharisha, to an ox bought for plowing and used for plowing. Rashi explains that since each partner's share is equally needed for the plowing, as the ox cannot plow without the other person's share, they divide the profits equally. But with an ox spot for plowing, but used for slaughter, meaning the partners change their mind and decide to shecht it, then each one takes his profit in proportion to his investment. Rashi explains that since the animal is being divided, they divide it in proportion to their shares. But Rabbi Nuna said, even in this case, they split the profits equally. So once again, the three wives with different sized ksubas sitting on the train and debating how to collect their ksubas were dividing their initial seizure of 75 zuz equally among them. When suddenly they looked out the window and saw two partners who bought an ox for plowing, shechted instead. All right, so that concludes today's year. That's the Rabbi Avram Golden Zich, wishing you a great day and great learning.